Is it just me or is everyone really sad? At the end of an era, Michael Parkinson, or Parky, died overnight at the age of 88. He had a beautiful relationship with Australia, but he was a Yorkshire man through and through. Michael was the only child of Jack and Frida. Jack was a minor at Grimethorpe Colliery and his wife Frida was determined her son would never go down that shaft. She read to him and took him to the cinema four times a week. He described her as the engine of his ambition. From that council estate, he won a scholarship to Barnsley Grammar School and before he started at Barnsley Grammar, his dad took him down the mine to show him what it really looked like. His dad was a passionate cricketer and Parky was a handy cricketer too. He actually played with Dickie Bird in Yorkshire. Uh, Dickie Bird went on to become the famous umpire. Um, Parkinson left school at 16 and became a trainee reporter on the South Yorkshire Times, but he moved really quickly. He was very ambitious. He went through newspapers and up to TV reporting at Granada Television. And you'll love this story, Mark. When he left Granada Television... Because he got his big break with the Parkinson show at the BBC, he handed one of his colleagues a key, said, that's the key to my top desk. When they got in there, they saw that he had been squirrelling away chits for accommodation all over um, England. And so they described it as the Michael Parkinson bequest. You could go to that drawer and there was probably some free accommodation sitting in it that he had somehow managed to scam and he uh, and he left it when he left I behind. Love that. That's great, isn't it? It's wonderful. Anyway, he got his break in 1971. The Parkinson show ran for 11 years until 1982. Towards the end of the 70s, that's when he came to Australia and he ran an off season Michael Parkinson's. Australia and he ran that out of the Gore Hill Studios in Sydney. Now what probably wasn't well known is that he was actually um, struggling with alcohol at the time which I did not know. After we talked about this earlier though Jason wrote and he said remember he always when we were kids you'd see him he always had a drink. Um, when he was uh, sitting yeah. there doing his interviewing. Well, that's how they used to do it in the 70s, kids. Yeah. You could sit there with a scotch and be on the telly. That's exactly right. Sometimes so, you had a durry as well. So he had a lifelong love of Australia. Um, he cited in one recent interview, the thing that made him really fall in love with Australia was when Paul Keating put his arm around the Queen and he said, you know, the rest of England was up in arms about it, but he said, I knew because I'd spent time in Australia. He said, it's because you really are egalitarian. And it was just an, a human reaching out to another human. And uh, it was friendly, not rude. And yeah. he said, that's that's the Australia that I love. Um, and we, don't, we don't do idolise. No, no, that's right. Um, and his dad, uh, who then spent time in Australia because of Michael Parkinson, um, described us as Yorkshiremen with a tan. <laughs> so anyway, he um, went on after he had battled the drink and, you know, he'd had the Parkinson show for a long time. Um, he actually lost that show. and That was in the mid-80s. But then in the mid-90s, they got him back on the TV. So that was back on the BBC and we remember all of those shows too. And that show ran through until 2007. Um, I Actually, one really famous, he loved talking to Australians, but there's a beautiful piece that Mark found this morning from Olivia Newton-John. And I reckon this is from 1973. This is Libby. And we work some pretty amazing places. Do you? What, rough places? Pretty. I think one of the roughest was Raymond's Review Bar. And uh, we didn't realise that it was a strip club. We were just booked in there. And we used to wear these cute little dresses, you know, with little flowers around the collar and little mini skirts. And we used to go out singing, singing in the rain and things. And we noticed that the audience were full of men and we couldn't quite figure this out. And uh, turned around and there was a girl swimming nude in a fish tank. <laughs> 
And we did about two songs, and it was like the hook, you know, two songs. And I said, all right, love, that's enough. Thank you very much. And we were paid off. Gone forever. <laughs> How good is that? Isn't that? It's just beautiful, isn't it? I was very lucky. I got to meet Parky. I'm going to say it's around about 2006, and Mark and I were both invited down to QPAC for opening night. And I just said to – I went with John because I think Luca must have been a baby. And yeah. I, I went with John, and I said to him, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go up to him. And it was so long ago, we didn't – these days we do our interviews just on our mobile phone, and that's really efficient. And but, easy. And easy. And back then we used to cut around these recorders with microphones attached called super scopes and they were not that easy no, to operate awful, and stupid invention. I got halfway through the interview and realized that the meters weren't going and I was not recording <laughs> she, she anything recording. and I had to say to him can we start again and he was just so generous and such a gentleman and just exactly as you met him on the TV you met him in real life just a beautiful man uh, someone who brought people's stories to life and um, showed us uh I guess he taught everyone what good interviewing looked like, learning to listen. Uh, he's definitely the best of the best. Uh, yeah. As far as interviewing goes, I, I'd give him the goat. Yeah. No I worries at all. I, yeah. I really can't see anyone eclipsing someone like that. That's right. So the end of an era today, Michael Parkinson dead at 88.